A blessed Sunday, Church. Welcome to our Sunday worship service online. Now, as we have our message, let us open this with a word of prayer. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day where we can gather together as your family in spirit and in truth. Father, we are so excited for your revelation today, and we pray that this will continue to give us guidance and wisdom as we continue to do your will. Father, have your way now, and Holy Spirit, we acknowledge that you are our greatest teacher. So speak to us individually and speak to us as one family. Lord, we want to glorify your name today as we sing songs for you, as we hear your word, and especially in encouraging one another as we continue to do your will and to do the things that you are revealing to each one of us. Lord, we want to honor you. We want to love you even more deeper each day. And we pray that we can continue to experience the beauty of your love and your kindness in our lives. Thank you, O God, for this beautiful day. And Lord, we're so excited for your message. Speak to us now. We prepare our hearts by the power of your Holy Spirit. Open our spiritual eyes, spiritual ears, and our hearts to receive your word and to do it for your glory and honor. This all we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Beloved, today we will be continuing in our series, Growing Together in Changing Times. And we are now in our part 5. And the title of our message today is, Focusing on What Never changes. I believe that during this time of pandemic, so many things are fast changing. In your personal life, I believe that you observe a lot is changing, even just for one to two years from the start of the pandemic and up to now. In your workplace, maybe the system and the management, or maybe in your way of doing business. For the students, I believe that you are very, um, very really adjusting at this very moment of the and adapting to the new way of learning, modular, online, and so many other things. Beloved, today, it is my prayer that as we continue to experience the changes in our community, the changes in our calling, the changes in our family as well, I hope that we will learn one thing today. It's called focus. That if we want not to be drifted away from the main thing, if we don't want to be drifted away from our calling and higher purpose in life, we need to focus on what never changes. That is why today we'll be talking about the focus in what never changes, in where we need to anchor our lives, in where we need to be founded in our lives, and where we'll need to become rooted day by day as we continue to follow God. Beloved, what the Bible is telling us about change, Hebrews 13.8, we talk about focusing on what never changed. It, this is the Word of God. It says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This verse reminds us and gives us that encouragement that we need to continue to fix our eyes upon Jesus. That as we continue to face a lot of changes day by day, inside out, God is giving us a reminder, if you want to be rooted and founded, focus in Jesus. You know why? Because the Jesus that the disciples followed before, the Jesus that we followed and receive and serve today is the same Jesus. For it says in Hebrews 13.8, is the same Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. It means whatever God has promised from His disciples 2,000 years ago 
are the same promises that we have today as we continue to follow Him. That's why if you feel like there are so many things that's going on in your life right now to a point that there are some triggering activities, triggering factors, emotions, situation, and circumstances that your, your focus will be out of focus. Instead of focusing God, there are so many things that probably can, can take away that focus in following Him. And my prayer today, beloved, we can continue to have that mindset. We can continue to have that, that principle and application of the Scripture that if we know from Hebrews 13.8 that He is the same yesterday, today, and forever, we need to anchor ourselves. We need to focus on what never changes and who never changed. His name is Jesus. Beloved, I want you to be encouraged with this. If we want to grow together in these changing times, we need to make God our constant. It means that if you want not only to survive but to thrive, not only that you can at least accomplish the things that you need to do every day, but you will grow each day as you continue to follow God. God is telling us and giving us this reminder, we need to make God our constant. You might be asking why it is very, very important that as the things are changing, our focus must be constant in God. According to the Bible, there are four important facts that we need to understand today. And number one is this. Why it's important that we need to keep our focus in a constant God? Because He keeps on doing what He, was, he has always been doing. It means for us, beloved, that as we continue to grow deeper day by day, remember that He is continually working in the midst of our problems, in the midst of our victories, in the midst in every situation. He keeps on doing what He has always been doing, and that's His work of grace and love. Beloved, the second one is this. He continues to save, heal, deliver, and love us. I believe many people today really want to experience the love of God inside out in their lives. But remember this, that even before and even up to now, Remember that He is continually at work in our salvation. He is continually at work in our healing. He is continually at work in our deliverance so that we can all experience the love that comes from Abba Father through His Son, Jesus Christ. Beloved, I don't know about you if right now you are in a situation that you need God's salvation in a certain point in your life. Or maybe right now you are sick emotionally, physically, mentally, and you want God's healing over your life. Maybe right now you want deliverance from your debts, deliverance from brokenness, deliverance from any courses in life. You need God's touch. Beloved, remember this. Fix your eyes upon Jesus because as the days are and the, and the season is changing, He never changed. He will always be our Savior. He will always be our healer. He will always be our deliverer. And He will always be our lover. So beloved, think about that. Focus in the constant God that we serve. And then thirdly, He is watching over us and directs our movement. That is why God is giving us that reminder today that we need to fix our eyes upon Jesus because He's always watching over us. When we talk about watching over us, it's like a parent, you know, a parent um, bring, bringing his, his toddler at the park. And while the toddler is playing at the park, the parent's eye is always paying attention in every step, in every detail of what the toddler is doing. 
our Abba Father is also like that, beloved. That's why it's very important to really be in His Word every day. Be led by the empowering of empowerment of the Holy Spirit every day. And we need to really listen to God's whisper in our lives because He is always there. He is there working, watching over us and wants to offer His leading and empowerment and His movement in our lives. But we need to heed and we need to listen to that still small voice and do what He says. And fourthly, beloved, remember that His intention for us as His children and for all humanity have not altered or been modified. Remember that His ultimate goal, John 3.16, for God so loved the world. It means that it's always, it is never been altered and it's never been modified. God wants that all people will know that they are loved. And that's the ultimate thing that He wants all human race will know. Because if you know that, and you put your faith upon it, for sure, salvation will be there, healing will be there, deliverance will be there, and love will be fulfilled in each one's life. So, beloved, I hope and pray, if we want to grow together in these changing times, we need to make God our constant. Now, today we will be answering this question about how to keep our focus in an unchanging God. Right now, you might have that um, impression in your heart right now and opening in your hearts and minds about, okay, I know God is constant and I need to keep my focus. But I believe that you and me, especially during this pandemic, during this trying and tough times in life, there are so many things that can drift us away. There are so many things that can probably drift our devotion and attention and closeness towards God. And remember that the Bible is calling these things idols. Anything that can deviate even wh how, wh whatever good things it might be. Whatever things it might be. Not only the bad things. Not only the, those things that can bring us to addiction. But even those things that will... Any good, any something good that can go beyond our attention and devotion towards God. It's called in the Bible idols. And that's why God is, you know, God is impressing this in our hearts right now because probably we feel like we are surviving in this pandemic, but our action is actually being drifted away from the real devotion that God is asking from us. Beloved, I don't know about you even lately, what are the things in life, even the blessings of God can become an idol if you don't know how to stand above it? It says in, in, the, in the Word of God, Jesus himself, himself said, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. That is so, so clear. But sad to say, many, many Christians today are so focused. They're so focused in what they need, what they desire. They're so focused in their plans. They're so focused in their wealth, in their material things. They're so focused even in the ministry, forgetting the person who called them to minister so focused in discipleship forgetting the person who discipled them jesus christ beloved remember this god doesn't want us to have worship without that worth of our worship it must be him we need to be focused in that unchanging god in our life or else all these things that we're doing can put us down beloved my prayer for you if you 
identify yourself right now and say, Pastor, I'm so stressed up right now. I'm so burned out right now. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to serve. I don't want to make disciples. I don't want to share the gospel. I don't want to even work. I don't, I don't have that, that, that kind of heart that I can really you know, have the fire to do things and follow God. Beloved, if you're in the situation right now, I hope you find the answer. The answer is focus. We've got to focus in an unchanging God that 2,000 years ago died for, died for you so that you can have that freedom, that salvation, that deliverance and healing. And God doesn't want you to be back again to that default. He wants you to rise up and He wants you to grow deeper and deeper with Him each day through Jesus Christ our Lord. That is why today, beloved, allow me to share to you three important things. What to do so that we can continue to keep our focus in an unchanging God. As the enemy will continue to drift our mind, to drift our emotion, to drift our appetite from spiritual to the fleshly. How to keep our focus in an unchanging God. Beloved, today, let's discover three important things according to the scripture. So, if you want to remain your focus in an unchanging God, you need three focuses. Number one, we need to focus in God's presence. You know, God's presence will give us that awareness. God's presence will always give us that awareness that it's not about us, but it's about God. That in everything we, we, we do, motives must come in, that the right motives and the pure motives must be revealed. And how to do that? When we are in the presence of God. And remember that not only about the truth, the true and the purest and motive that we have will be revealed, but God will also reveal who He is as we continue to follow Him. Beloved, it says in Genesis 28 verse 15, Behold, I am with you. He is speaking to us even at this very moment. I am with you and I will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Beloved, this is the story behind this verse is about Joseph. When God revealed to him that he will never leave him as he called Joseph to fulfill his calling during his time. From being, um, bo uh, by being there during that time in, in the time of the Pharaoh, in the time of being becoming a slave and a prisoner, and during the time that he redeemed, he is being used by God to redeem his own family, and all these things, beloved. God is giving us a beautiful story in the life of Joseph, that during the time of all the changes, transition from one place to another, from the family transition down to the pit, and down to um, the king, to the prison, and down to the dreams, and down to becoming a servant, and down to becoming one of the great rulers during his time. All the changing events in his life, it is God who is at work. And one of the greatest things that we could ever see from the life of Joseph is this. He never get out from the presence of God. But he continued to cling upon his instruction. He continued to cling upon his commands. He continued to cling upon his presence. That makes him who he is at the end of his life. Beloved, I believe that right now, God is also telling us today, 
We might be out of focus in many reasons and many things that's happening in our life right now. But God is telling you, focus in God's presence. It is also said in Matthew 28, verses 19 to 20, as Jesus Christ himself gave this promise to his disciples, not only in the Old Testament, but even in the New Testament, when he said this, the Great Commission, Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. A beautiful promise for that Great Commission, that as we continue to follow Jesus, as we continue to fulfill God's wonderful plan and higher calling in our life, as we continue to go and evangelize people, as we continue to lead people in becoming part of His family and discipling them, God is promising us He will never leave us nor forsake us. He will always be there to guide us. He will always be there to direct us. I believe that as we continue to follow the Lord during this time, we have family problem, we have business problem, we have work problem, we have ministry problem. But remember this, God is giving us, as long that you are keeping in step with my commission, the great commission, and you're keeping in step with the great commandment to love God and to love others, I will be with you. I will carry you through and I will let you see the victory in my presence. Beloved, remember this. If you feel like you are battling right now personal things and challenges, if you want to be victorious, focus in God's presence. It's not about what's going on right now. It's not about what you feel right now. But it's about the God who will fill your heart and restore you. It will be about God who will intervene and work upon your situation that really matters. Beloved, I hope and pray that today, God is rem reminding us, focus in God's presence. Finding ourselves being still in God's presence is our greatest confidence in moving forward, even if we encounter a lot of deviation, alterations, and redirections in our life's journey. Beloved, I don't know about you if we are now at the almost at the end of 2021. Now, let me ask you, are there many deviations, alterations, and redirections of the plans, of the prayers, of the things that you want to achieve this year? Is there anything that you feel you feel like you're frustrated because it's not happening according to your timeline? It's not happening because it's not what you are planning of? Beloved, God is reminding us the confidence that we have in moving forward. It's not about our capacity, how we can forecast all things, but rather God's presence. It is God's presence, our great confidence in moving forward. So focus in God's presence. Second foundation, beloved, if you want to keep your focus in an unchanging God, you need to focus in God's pure word. Now, why I I pick this line, pure word. Because I believe that most of us, we are oriented with a lot of good Christian books, good devotional books, good commentary books, good sermons in social media, sermons in YouTube, and a lot of motivational Christian thoughts and, 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 and videos. There are so many things that you can search in the internet. There are so many books that you can read. But remember this, pure word word. 
God wants to meet with you in His purest of the word. I'm not saying that it's not good to read Christian books and to have devotionals, but we consider all these things that has something to bridge upon our relationship with God and in discovering God's word. All these things, we call them supplements. Just like our physical body, we need real food. Vitamins, minerals, um, all these good things, good vitamins that we have, we call them supplement. But we need to take the real food so that we can continue to grow up healthy. It's also the same with our spiritual life. All those things are supplements and we need to go back to the root of the purest word of God. And you might be asking why it's important so that I can have a focus in an unchanging God during this time. It says in Isaiah 48, The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of our God will stand forever. His promises will stand forever before today and tomorrow. Then Matthew 4.4, 4, it also says, Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. As he battled with Satan, when Satan tempted him to make the stones to bread, he said this with an important theological thing that we need also to understand. We don't just live to have bread, to have food, to provide for our family. But in order to have the strength to carry on in doing all these things, the material and the physical things, as we continue to live in this world, we need the real food. It is the Word of God. In every word, on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And also Jesus highly emphasized together with His disciples during the time when Jesus met a Samaritan woman at the well. In John 4, 32 and 34, He said this to His disciples. But he told them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Jesus explained, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. It means it's not just about filling in ourselves with the word of God, but we must have that commitment that as we take the word of God, we need to have that commitment. Just like how we desire for food to intake in our body, we need to have that kind of commitment to apply and to obey God in our life. It talks about obedience, that we must make our obedience like eating food, that it is necessary, that is important for our lives as disciples of Jesus, to think about obedience as like important in our life, as like eating our meal. That is important, you cannot live without it, we need to really partake it. It's also the same with obedience to the Word of God. And James 1.22, the Word of God says, Do not merely listen to the Word, and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Obedience is required. Now, beloved, always remember this. You might be reading for some times about God's Word, but, you know, life application. What to do with the Word of God? If I want to focus on God's Word, we need to, number one, read it. Study it. Meditate it. Memorize it, apply it. So we read it. In Ictus, we have this kite, eight minutes long. Okay, We can read it and study it, observe a little, and then ask God, Lord, what do you want me to see from the scripture? Is there any command? Is there anything that I can learn who you are? Who am I? Is there anything that you want to rebuke me of? Is there any promises that I can fill in in my heart today? Study it. And then throughout the day, meditate it. And then memorize it. 
and then apply it. Remember that applying is not about that you need to apply it. There will be situation. God will put you in some situations that you can apply what you have read about the scripture. It will never be void, beloved. He will always put you in a situation because He wants you to grow like His Son, Jesus Christ. And He wants you to grow deeper and deeper as you continue to go higher. Beloved, I believe that most of us will always say, Pastor, I think the hardest here is what we call memorization. Do not worry, beloved. Me, myself, personally, I'm not a good person who can memorize a lot of things, but I have this kind of discipline in my life. It will be easy for you to memorize if you apply it hands-on. I don't know about you if you have tried this. Maybe you're applying for a job and then you have this OGT timeline where you've got instructed, when you've got that um, instructions and procedures, what to do and how to do it. But as you continue to do it repetitively every day and every day and every day, what happened? You started to see as you started to look at that work as normal. You don't need to memorize it anymore. You know why? Because you are applying it. Anything, just like in your skills, anything, just like in your, in your sports, anything that we know, but we don't apply it, it will be something like, you f- we feel like we cannot do it anymore the best that we can because we are not exercising it. That is why, beloved, as Christians, God is also reminding us we need the Word of God to read it, study it, meditate it, memorize it, apply it. You know why? Because no matter how knowledgeable and oriented we are in the Scripture, the litmus test of a disciple of Jesus is doing it. Applied truth is required to keep growing and moving. Let me ask you this question. Do you want to grow even more deeper together with your family? your husband, your wife, your mom, your dad, your children? Do you want to really grow deeper in your experience with the Lord? You know what? God is simply telling us right now, be in the Word, read it, study it, meditate it, memorize it, then apply it together. And you will notice this. You will experience together a beautiful spiritual growth as a family. You will continue to strengthen your relationship towards one another. Remember this. You might feel right now you have some hard time in relating to your family or in your household. But if your hearts are bonded together, aligning every relationship towards God, there will be a great bonus in your relationship towards each other. And you will just be surprised probably that God is at work in your family relationship. So beloved, again, it's not just about here. It's not just about here, but here mind, our head, our heart, and our hands, it must align together in applying God's Word. Focus in God's Word. Now, lastly, beloved, we need to focus in God's power. What does it mean for us? First, we need to focus in His presence. We need to focus in the pure Word of God. And then we need to focus in God's power. As we focus in God's presence, being anchored in His presence, being devoted with our lives in His presence, and as we focus in God's Word by reading, studying, meditating, memorizing, and applying it, God wants to work in any situation you are in. And the only way to do it is to focus in God's power. Why is it important to focus in God's power? Matthew 19, verse 26, it says, But Jesus looked at them and said, With man, 
this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. What does it mean for us? We need to focus in God's power. Why is it important? Because the more you focus in God's power, the more you are letting go of that control. You are, the more you focus in God's power, the more you are letting go of your capacity, you are letting go of that ability, you are starting to relax, you are starting to be rested, and you say to God, God, I want to surrender everything to you now. Beloved, I know many, many times we've been reading and probably declaring and proclaiming Matthew 19.26, right? Especially in, during our hard times. But Jesus looked at them and said, With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. But maybe right now you have a question in your heart. Lord, why is it if everything is possible for you, why it's not happening right now in my life? Beloved, the question is not about the promise. But the question is about the person who's in charge. Again, the question of possibility. Is it really possible? Yes. But the question is not about the promise that all things are possible with God, but the person who is in charge in that situation. Maybe in your head you understand all things are possible with God, but in your heart you're not letting go. In your heart you're not, let, you're not letting God reign that Jesus' power is above your capacity, above your ability. Maybe right now you still have that mindset that I need to help God so that it will be done. Where God is telling, Anak, just rest. Rest and trust me. I want you to see my salvation at work in your life so that you can bring glory to me. But up to now, maybe for how many years you're still helping God, you're still moving, and you're even sometimes suggesting God, God, this is the best way to do, don't do that. It bottom line is this who's the person in control? Who's the person in charge in that situation? Beloved, today God is calling all of us, focus in God's power. Because the more you focus on how great God is in your life, the more you will see his salvation. His healing, His deliverance, and His love towards you. The more you release, the more you become rested. The more you have peace in your life. Beloved, my prayer for you today, rest in God's presence. One key that you are focusing in God's power is you have the ability to rest in God's presence even you are at the midst of of a very deep, deep, deep trial or pain at this very moment. So, beloved, again, the problem is not about the promise if it's true. It's true. His promises, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, it's the same. The real problem is the person. It's not the promise, but the person who is in charge, who is in control. Beloved, today, I want to end with this. In all the challenges that we are facing today, we need to remember two things. Okay? Two things. God is powerful and we are not. That is why we need to let go and trust Him to work in our situation. We need to learn how to pray that because I believe most of the time we are control freak. We want solution but in our ways. We want God's ways, but it must be upon our conditions and bargaining with Him. Beloved, God is just telling us, Anak, just chill. 
You know, just rest in my presence. That is why we need to let go and trust. It's not just about let go and let God, but let go and trust. And God will be at work in a certain situation or problems that you have. Beloved, God loves you so much. God cares for us. God cares for your family. God cares for your finances. God cares for your business. God cares for your work. God cares for your studies. God cares for all of us. And in every detail of where we are and in every detail of every area of our lives. He cares for us. But He's telling us, just let go and trust me. I will be at work and you will be safe in my care. Beloved, I hope that you are blessed by the Word of God today. And before we end, I want to share with you our D-group discussion. You can discuss this with your with your family when you are watching this together with your family. Maybe in one setting of your mealtime, lunch or dinner, you can talk about, uh, about our um, message and then you can talk about the discussion question and pray for each other. For all D-groups, during your accountability, share what you learned upon this message. And for all our satellites and for all our online and on-site churches, as you have your breakout small groups, discuss these questions. And I believe God is really working in us and speaking to us today. So, these are the, wor- these are the questions that you will be discussing. Number one is this. What are the things happening in your life lately that made you out of focus from God? I mean, let's just be honest. Is it your passion? Is it material things? Is it your business? Anything. Is it your ha- habits? Is it your gadgets? Just be honest between the Lord and you, you, need, you might want to be prayed for together with your group. And then, second question is this. What action step would you want to start today to keep your focus to our unchanging God? Of those three things that I have shared, of those three foundational truths about focusing and unchanging God, what is God really impressing in your heart right now that He's telling you, enough, do this, because I don't want you to be out of focus. I want you always to be guarded and guided and I want you to be prosperous and successful in doing what I want you to do. So beloved, I hope and pray that you will have good time now as we have our D-group discussion questions. So now, let me end in a word of prayer. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day and Lord, blessed be your name. We thank you for the message, O oh God, and I pray that you will personally speak in our hearts. It's not about us, it's not about anyone, but it's about you in us, O oh God. In what areas in our lives that you want us to be focused of. There might be many things that might disrupt us, but Lord, strike our heart today and we pray that we can be, become even more productive in following you for your kingdom for your kingdom work. And Lord, it's our prayer that as we respond to your word, help us to become more like Jesus day by day. We love you and we honor you. We bring back all the glory, praises and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. May God bless you all. Have a good day and a blessed week, everyone.